Here's another reason why it's a good investment because you don't have to do anything. (laughs) Well, there are some things that you have to do, but you don't have to do. And this is what I loved about it because one of the reasons why I'm not a big time real estate investor is because I don't like negotiating. (laughs) I don't like, you know, talking on the phone to people or negotiating over price and stuff like that. Well, you don't have to do any of that because the tax collector does all the work in most states, like in New Jersey. Welcome to the Free From Wall Street podcast, where we share how we have done over $200 million in real estate deals to create, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. If you're ready to start investing with purpose, visit freefromwallstreet.com. But for now, let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Free From Wall Street podcast. My name is Stephen Lipman. I'm the managing partner of Integrity Holdings Group. And today we have the tax lien lady, Joanne Musa. Thanks for coming on the show. No, oh, I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Stephen, for having me. Yeah, we're excited. You know, we were talking off air a little bit before about some of the different alternatives that people don't know exist from the stock market to give themselves higher returns, secured by assets, not having to ride the roller coaster of Wall Street. And that's what we're talking about today. So give us a little bit of background, Joanne, of what it is that you do, how you work with people and what they're investing in. Okay. Um, Let me start with what I invest in and what I teach people how to invest in. And that is tax lien certificates. And for um, listeners or people that are watching this, let me explain what a tax lien is and how it works. So now you live in New Jersey and I live in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, If I don't pay my property taxes and a year goes by, they're just going to sell my house right out from under under me because they need that money to pay school teachers, the firemen, build roads, pay policemen in the cities that do have those things. Uh, Where I live, we don't have paid firemen and paid policemen here. But in a lot of places, they do. And they need it to keep the roads up, build the roads, build schools, and pay school teachers and other civil servants, right? So if they don't get that money here in Pennsylvania, they will just sell your house so that what happens is they want to return that house to somebody or that property to somebody that's going to start paying the taxes as soon as possible. However, in states like New Jersey, they do something a little bit different. Instead of selling your house right out from under you, they give the property owner more time to come up with the taxes, but they still need their money. So they will sell the taxes to an investor. Now, why would an investor want to pay somebody else's taxes? Well, because if you've ever not paid your taxes in New Jersey, you get hit with penalties and interest. The interest is 18% per year. And then there's an extra penalty from 2 to 4%, depending on how big your taxes are, right? Wow. Now, that will go to the investor instead of to the town, okay, that you pay your taxes to. So that is one reason why an investor would want, want to pay those taxes in order to get that. And then it gives the homeowner time. Now, each state has their own time period that they call a redemption period that the owner of the property has to redeem that lien and keep their property. But if they don't do it within that redemption time, if they don't come up with the money to redeem that, 
then that lien holder can get the property. They can foreclose on the property. So that's leverage for the property owner to pay those taxes. So that's the other reason. That's another reason is that there's a a good possibility that you're going to get paid. And if you don't, you could get the property. Okay. Yeah, because I would assume if I own a $400,000 house and I have a $25,000 tax lien on it, I'm not going to lose my house over 25 grand, right? I'm going to go find it from, you know, Aunt Susie or somebody to borrow it from, right? To make sure that I can get this lien off my house so I don't lose the house. Exactly. And here's a third reason why it's a good investment. Because you might say, well, what about if there's a mortgage on the property? Well, the tax lien is considered a government lien. It comes before every other lien, except for other government liens. So it comes before a mortgage. So if there is a mortgage on the property and there is a 400000 let's say it's a $400,000 house and there's a $350,000 mortgage on the property, right? That mortgage company is going to pay off that lien. <laughs> Right. They're not going to let it go. Right. Because if they don't and the lien holder forecloses, they get wiped out. Yeah, it's incredible learning about lien positions. And I was a real estate broker for a long time. And this is, you know, part of agency school. They teach you about mortgages and tax liens and municipal liens and government liens. And it was surprising to me that, you know, they get to jump the line right? Regardless of how big the lien is, they get to go in first position because that's, they're the government and they get, they make the rules, right? So let's say I am defaulting on my, my taxes. Now in New Jersey, I think it's two year redemption period. Mm -hmm. So I have this $30,000 tax lien and I can't pay it, but I'm not going to lose my house right away. So they go and sell the tax lien to you as the investor. So how's it work? You know, you get the tax lien and then what do you do from there? Do you just, do you start reaching out to the homeowner and saying, hey, you got to pay me monthly or what's that look like? Oh, well, here's another reason why it's a good investment because you don't have to do anything. <laughs> okay. Well, let me qualify that. You, there are some things that you have to do, but you don't have to do. And this is what I loved about it because one of the reasons why I'm not a big time real estate investor is because I don't like negotiating. <laughs> I don't like I don't like, you know, talking on the phone to people or negotiating over price and stuff like that. Well, you don't have to do any of that because the tax collector does all the work in most states, like in New Jersey. What happens is you go to an auction and the interest rate gets bid down at the auction. So you might think, well, you're making less interest. Yes, on the certificate amount, you're making less interest, but you also get to pay the subsequent taxes if the homeowner doesn't pay them. In New Jersey, you pay taxes quarterly. So four times a year, you could pay those subsequent taxes as soon as the homeowner's late paying them. And then you would get the maximum rate on the subsequent taxes that you pay. So Um, you have the right of first... I don't know, not refusal, but you get the the shot at the first next quarters uh, by owning the, the original tax lien? Well, here's how it works. Once the property owner is late and those taxes are due the first of the month that they're due, mm-hmm. the 10th of that month, they're considered late. And then the lien holder can come in and pay them. And if the property owner didn't pay the previous taxes, they're probably not going to pay the taxes as they come due. Not only that, but when you go to a tax sale, they're usually selling last year's taxes. So this current taxes haven't been paid yet. Mm 
And so right after the tax sale, they do give like a 10-day grace period. 10 days after the tax sale, you could pay the current taxes and get the maximum rate on the current taxes. That's great. So when I go and I go to an auction, I'm competing against you. I'm trying to buy this tax lien. And the way that we compete is we decide how low of an interest rate we would take. Yeah. And in New Jersey, they even bid, they will, I hate to throw this out there because it doesn't happen in other states. It only happens in New Jersey. Not only do they bid the interest rate down, but they will bid premium because they really want to get that lien because of that, because they might make nothing on their premium, nothing on the certificate amount. They'll get that money back when the lien redeems. If it redeems in five years, they get that premium amount back. But the redemption period is only two years. So after two years, they can force redemption by starting to foreclose. Mm. So they'll get that money back. They're not going to make any interest on that, but they're going to make interest on all the subsequent taxes that they pay, any current taxes they pay and subsequent taxes they pay. Interesting. Um, so that happens sometimes too. So they get a blended return. Sure. But it's still a good rate and you have real estate backing you up. So it's not, you do have a piece of paper and that piece of paper has to be recorded. It's a recorded lien on the property, but you also have real property backing up that recorded <laughs> piece of paper. You know? Right. So there's an asset behind it that's exactly. you know, real and tangible. And if they don't pay it, then you have the opportunity to get, you know, basically a, a cheap house. Yeah. Ex now I do want to make the one point that you, it's not like you get paid monthly. Now, in New Jersey, this is the only state that does that. It does accrue daily, but you only get paid when the property owner decides to redeem that lien. So it's accruing daily, but you get paid when the property owner redeems it. And of so course, you have money out for two years. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, usually before it happens that. before yeah. that, usually right. happens before that, but you have to figure on, you know, two years. Gotcha. And how competitive is this space? I mean, if I'm going there and going to auction, how many people can I expect to find there? How many people am I competing against? I mean, what are my odds as a newbie to go and buy a tax lien? All right. Well, when I first did this back in 2002, I would go to these little out of the way places where sometimes there were more bidders in the room than there were liens for sale. Okay. <laughs> So it depends on the sale that you go to, how many bidders are going to be there. It is competitive. And today, it's not just the small investor that's there. It's big business. Today, there are big hedge funds involved because mm. when things got volatile back in 2008 with the stock market and with uh, real estate, there were banks and funds that jumped in. So it is competitive, but... There are things that you could do to, st the new investor can still get deals. It's just a matter of going to enough tax sales, finding the right ones to go to, and doing your homework beforehand to find out, hey, what's happened in the previous tax sales? So that you know how much money you have to spend and, um, or how low an in interest you have to bid. And this is anywhere, not just New Jersey. Also, some states are less competitive than others. Now, New Jersey's pretty competitive because of that 18% interest that you get on your subsequent taxes. 
but there's other states that don't pay that much. And because of that, they're not as competitive. But hey, it's still a good, even 8% right now is a good deal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I can make 8%, you know, not have to do a lot of the work, then, you know, you start compounding that over years and you can make a great retirement out of it. Yes. Yeah, you can. Okay. So how much money do I need to get started in, you know, buying tax liens? Okay. Well, this is another reason why I really love tax lien investing because you could get started with a little bit of money. And when I say a little bit of money, I think you should have a couple thousand dollars at least because even if you're buying now in New Jersey, you might need a little bit more because it's not unusual to have a $10,000 tax bill in New Jersey, right? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, that might be low in some places, depending on how big your house is. Here where I live in Pennsylvania, I have maybe a $5,000 tax bill. But there are some states where the taxes are even lower than that. And guess what? In New Jersey, they not only sell taxes in these sales, but anything that you owe to the municipality because they're not done on the big county level, they're done on the municipal level. So each township is gonna sell. So you can get a water lien, a sewer lien. Exactly, exactly. And these can be a couple hundred dollars or $500. And that's how I got started. I went after because the big boys, these fund companies were going after the big liens. So I would uh, buy the, the sore liens and the water liens. And that's how some of my clients get started. And once they get good at that, they might go after the larger liens. Gotcha. So it's really interesting, you know, subset of an investable asset where what I love about it is you don't need a ton of cash to get started. I mean, you know, 25 grand, can probably get you. Oh yeah, into a yeah. Good you could get started spot. for twenty five now, it, and that depends on where you go. Now, I did go to a tax sale in a city in New York. In not New York City, they do not sell to individual investors. But in uh, one of the the odd thing about New York is that most of the counties sell deeds, not liens, like we do here in Pennsylvania. But the cities can do what they want. So some of the cities can have their own tax lien sales. And I bought a tax lien in one of those cities and spent like $27,000 at the sale. Okay. Now, let me tell you that the back taxes were not that much. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The back taxes were only a couple of thousand dollars, but I got to pay the current taxes along with that and I bid up, it was one of those sales where they don't bid down the interest, they bid up the price of the lien and you get your interest on the total amount that you bid. You can increase the dollar amount over and above what the current lien is because the now the In town will make a little states, extra money. In some states, they call it premium and you can, and some states, now here's why you need to know what happens in each state, because in some states, you won't get your premium back when the lien redeems. So you can't pay as much. I wouldn't have paid $20,000 premium if that was the case, right? In other states, you will get that money back, but you're not going to make interest on it like in New Jersey. Okay. And in some states, you'll get interest on your full bid amount. So you need to know what, and of course, it's a different rate of interest in every state too, or sometimes in every county or city, they can set so, their own rate. 
So as an investor, am I limited to only buying stuff like in the area that I live or can I buy pretty much anywhere? You know, that's a really good question. I would say in most of the country, you could buy pretty much anywhere, but there are places where you have to be a resident of the state in order to bid. In Missouri, for instance, you have to be a resident of the state of Missouri. But if you're not, you could have somebody who is a resident of that county bid for you. You have to go through some paperwork and stuff to do it. And the lien actually gets written in their name and they can assign it to you later. It's, it's a little confusing. So it's just better if you're a resident of the state in Missouri. Gotcha. And there are some states where you do have to register. If you're registering as an entity, if you're bidding in your business name, you will have to register your business in that state in order to bid at the sale. Not all states make you do that, although technically you're supposed to. Not all states make you do that, but some do. Gotcha. So, Joanne, how do you get started? I mean, how did you get started in in this and, and why the you know, stark difference than going to school, getting a good job and investing in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs. Like what made you decide, hey, this is a good alternative and and how'd you get started in it? Well, I, I, <laughs> I have no background in finance or real estate before I did this. I went to school for biochemistry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> from Rutgers University, got my degree from Rutgers University in biochemistry really thought I was going to go back and get a master's degree in nutrition, right? Because at the, I became a personal trainer and I was a personal trainer for a few years after that personal fitness trainer. So this was totally not what I was trained to do. But what happened was my husband and I, we bought our first condo. Our first place was a condominium that we bought in 1988 or 89. And it was right at either the end of 88 or the beginning of 89, right before the market dropped and we had negative equity for years. But here's what happened. We closed on the house. We moved in a couple of weeks after our first child was born. And then a couple of weeks later, my husband lost his job and he wound up going into self-employment. We had no insurance, no health insurance when our kids were young. And we got into a lot of debt because now we had already gotten a second, we had consolidated, this happened right after we consolidated our loans and got a second mortgage. And, um, and yeah, interest a rates second, were really low. Oh, 18% on my second mortgage. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. And so we got into a lot of debt because it's not a good idea for folks to consolidate your debt if you still don't have a way to pay it off, especially at 18%. Right. But sure. our financial advisor told us to do that and put our car loan in there. And, our, and so anyway, we wound up getting into a lot of debt. And then my husband was out of work for a while. And he was building his own business, which it, you know, was, wasn't making money at the time. So sure. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I had my second child and being a personal fitness trainer and having C-sections, I couldn't work right, right after I had these babies. So what happened when we were finally able to sell that condo, it was, I think, almost 12 years later. Now, instead of one baby boy, I had three growing boys in a two-bedroom condo and I had been working myself 
working us out of the debt. My husband had a job. His business was doing a little bit better, but he did go get a job so that we had we had some insurance. We had some steady money coming in. Sure. And so now we're able to sell our property. We got a little bit of money and we looked for a house and we couldn't buy one at the time. This was 2001. Prices were going crazy. There wasn't a lot available on the market. And well, I figured, okay, well, if I can't buy a house here in New Jersey, I want to invest in something. I I really wanted to be a real estate investor, but back then I didn't know how to do it. We Mm. didn't have the credit. We didn't have the down payment that we needed because I've, I'd used half the money that we got to pay off my, our debt and give us, we were building our credit back up, but I didn't have the know-how. I didn't know how to use other people's money. And I read about tax lien investing in a couple of books in that I'm sure uh, your listeners might have read. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was one of them and uh, Multiple Streams of Income by Robert Allen. And so, and they just had like a little blurb on tax lien investing and they really didn't tell you how to do it. And especially in New Jersey where it's different than it is all over the rest of the country. And anybody who tells you they're an expert at this all over the country might not be telling you the full truth because it's very different in every state, especially in New Jersey. Right. Yeah. Now there's a whole bunch of books about it, including I have a best-selling book on Amazon about tax lien investing called Tax Lien Investing Secrets. But at that time, there was only one book in print. And it was already 15 years old, and it didn't say anything about my state. So I just started going to tax sales. Because one of the things about New Jersey is, unlike the other states, where they have these big county tax sales, and each county only has a tax sale once a year. Well, in New Jersey, it's done on the municipal level. There's over 550 municipalities in New Jersey. They each have a tax sale once a year, but it doesn't have to be at the same time of year. The tax collector gets to decide when to do it. So any given day in New Jersey, there could be a few tax sales on the same day. Gotcha. So I just started going to tax sales and learning how to do this, learning the ropes. And I'm jump and grow wings on the way down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Build your parachute on the way down, right? <laughs> and hope you get to open it in time. So while I'm built, trying to build my parachute, I meet this other guy who's trying to do the same thing. And he's always wearing a suit to these tax sales. But he's a regular guy. We hit it off. We're, <clears throat> we're trying to help each other. And he asked me if I would work for him. He owns some businesses in New Jersey. He's a millionaire, multimillionaire in New Jersey. And he wants to build a large portfolio of larger tax liens. I'm trying to build a smaller portfolio for myself. So I said, yeah, I'll work for you. I hired, because I told you there could be on any given day, there could be a few tax sales on this. Most of them are at the same time. <laughs> they right. like to have them at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And in different areas of the state. So I hired five people. We went into five counties and I taught them how to do due diligence, how to bid at the tax sale. And then I also helped him develop a software program for managing these liens. Mm. And I was able to build a small portfolio for myself and a larger portfolio for him. And then I found out that there's people all over the country that want to learn how to do this. I've, I've already trained people how to do it in New Jersey. So I started learning how it's done all over 
by interviewing people from around the country and having these free teleseminars, I started my website, taxleanlady.com. And back in those days, we didn't have webinars. We yeah. had or podcasts. We had teleseminars. So I did these free teleseminars. And then I wrote my first ebook. I published it one chapter at a time and pre-sold it <laughs> and published it one chapter at a time. That's awesome. And so now how many states do you work in? Um, well, I have uh, clients that I help in different states. We've been to Indiana, South Carolina, Michigan, Illinois, and I have clients that have bought in Alabama, uh, Texas, oh, what other states? Montana, Wisconsin. You're all over. Yeah, Florida and Arizona. Yeah, I've, I've personally bought in Arizona, New York, New Jersey, and I've personally been to sales in Indiana and South Carolina. Awesome. So you, we were talking oh, about this Tennessee. a little bit. Oh, Tennessee. Love Tennessee. So we were talking a little bit about this before we got started, where you don't take people's money and invest it for them like a fund, but you do some coaching. And so tell us about the three different levels that people can work with you on and how you help people get started. Oh, sure. Well, I have courses online. If people are self-starters and they just want to take an online course and go do it themselves, I have different courses online depending on what vehicle you're interested in, whether it's tax deeds, redeemable deeds, or tax liens, and you know what state you want to invest in. And then I have a membership program that actually gives you tools to help you with your investing to find out what tax sales are coming up and to help you do due diligence. And that's, uh, it can be on a monthly or yearly level. And that also comes with some group coaching with me. And then if somebody really wants hand-holding, I also do coaching. And I even have another level and if somebody actually wants me to go with them, wants me to handhold in person, <laughs> and go so with them come out to a tax to, You'll come out to Tom's River and you'll go to the municipal sale with Oh, yeah. Me yeah. I do and... have VIP days that I do with people. Okay, cool. Uh, Tom's cool. River, by the way, has an online sale. So you would actually do the sale online, but I would go with oh, somebody, do the due diligence with them in person and do the sale with them online. Awesome. Well, Awesome information. It's a lot. It's like drinking from a fire hose, like any other new type of endeavor. But if people wanted to learn more about this, you gave us our website before. So tell people how they can get in contact with you, where to go to find your information, things like that. Sure. My website is taxleanlady.com. And lean is spelled L-I-E-N. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also have a blog taxleaninvestingtips.com where there's a lot, you'll find a lot of free information on that blog. And um, yeah, there's just a lot of articles there and you could even search the blog if you're interested in a specific state or specific topic on tax lien investing. Very cool. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for jumping on the show. We really appreciate the time that you spent. Taxleanlady.com. So go check out Joanne if you're looking to diversify your portfolio even further. I mean, we're, we're always talking about different options, right? Free from Wall Street. The reason that we kind of shy away from that is because you have zero control. What I love about this is 
the same thing that we like about multifamily investing. You know what you're buying. It's backed by an asset. You are in control of the asset. You control your future and your retirement. And that's what we're all about here. So take extreme ownership of your own financial future by not allowing somebody else to manage it for you like a fidelity advisor or like a financial advisor. I mean, there are good ones out there, but nobody's going to watch your money like you watch your money. Am I right? So go to, go to taxleanlady.com and thank you so much for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. If you haven't done so yet, go to freefromwallstreet.com, get the five things your financial advisor does not want you to know. Sign up on that page and we'll start contacting you about some of the future deals that we're doing. Joanne, thank you so much once again for jumping on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think.